Welcome everybody to the IndyCar afternoon press conference. We're pleased to be joined by two very special guests to make a very exciting announcement this morning. We are pleased to be joined by one care, Dr. Sue Lana, who is the professor of oncology at the Flint Animal Cancer Center. Sue, thank you so much for joining us today. And also Graham Rahal, six-time IndyCar series race winner, driving for uh, Rahal Letterman Lanigan Racing this uh, 2018 IndyCar season. So uh, I wanna also introduce Dr. Christine Hardy, who is here with us, who's been the program lead on, on One Cure and their, and their program for, for t a while now, and we're pleased to have her here with us as well. Uh, but Graham, I wanna invite you to share this news with us and, and kick us off. Well, yeah, first of all, thank you guys for, for being here. This is not only an exciting day because of this announcement, but obviously getting on track and you know, really kicking off the 2018 season for the Verizon IndyCar Series. But on behalf of everybody at Ray Hall Letterman Lanigan Racing, I'm proud to announce that One Cure will be joining us as our primary sponsor for right here in Phoenix, as well as Portland, um, as well as a major associate on our car for the entire season. Um, our goal is to uh, raise awareness for cancer research, is to, uh, I would say, open people's eyes a little bit to uh, the connection between dogs and humans, uh, and that in many ways all cancer is alike, uh, and that the, the concept that, uh, that to find a cure for cancer could literally be walking right beside us. Um, and as, as many of us know, because it's touched all of us, uh, cancer affects each and every one of us daily, whether it's a family member, whether it's a friend or a furry friend, uh, it has certainly affected all of us. Uh, actually, recently in my family, my mom just lost one of our longtime dogs to cancer last week or the week before. Uh, and my, my aunt, uh, Judy, has been affected by cancer many times. So this certainly hits near and dear to all of our hearts. And uh, to that end, um, you know, one of the things that we really want to, to mention is that this is all possible due to a really generous benefactor and uh, we're excited to, uh, to be a part of this. We're excited to raise awareness and uh, race for a cure. Thanks for coming. <laughs> Graham, I'll let Dr. Lana kind of give us an overview of the program and, and the initiatives that they do, but from what Kathy Lauterbach explained to me yesterday, it's a really interesting program. It seems like you know scientists and researchers have determined that the makeup of, of dogs and, and the way that you treat dogs for cancer could ultimately lead to things that might help treat human cancer as well. So Graham, I'll ask just in, in closing with your comments why that program is so important to you. And if, if there's, you know, obviously you mentioned your, your family dog just passed, but some things that mean a lot to you with this program. Well, you know, first of all, it's like I said, it's affected us both personally with my with my aunt, as well as others, as well uh, as in our family, we've uh, we've always been huge, huge, huge pet lovers, and uh, had lots and lots of animals over the years. And uh, like I said, Bear, we lost Bear two weeks ago, and uh, you know, Bear was a, a huge part of our of our family for for a long, long time. But I don't think people recognize. And I didn't know this until we started talking. That 85% of the genetic makeup of dogs is identical to those in, in, in humans, 
and that in many cases the, the cancer cells, and correct me if I'm wrong, is identical to what is found in human beings. And so the, the, the cures can relate to one another uh, in many, many ways. And dogs are more like humans um, you know, than mice or many other things, many other animals maybe. So, um, so perhaps you know, together the, the, the idea here is that there is one cure and there can be one cure for all types. And if, if you, and I'll post it up later, there's a great story, uh, a video of Emily Brown, right? Um, and and uh, who was given a very short period of, of time to live and had kind of accepted that and a, and, and a cure that was, uh, or a treatment that was found out of dogs has now let Emily live for 20 plus years since that time. And I'll post that up on all my social media later. But One Cure is a, a group that we're very proud uh, and excited to be, to be associated with. Um, this is something, you know, we, we talk about raising awareness for cancer research, but this is certainly something we can all relate to. And in our sport, uh, and our mission is we'll go across the entire year. Uh, it's an easy message to drive home. It's something that everybody can rally around. You can go to onecure.com and you can learn a lot more about what's going on here at Colorado State University and at the uh, Flint Animal Care Center. But it's really impressive. And, uh, you know, we, we've all been affected. I guarantee everybody in here has been affected by cancer in one way or another. And so this is a powerful thing for us to be associated with. And again, from One Care, we're joined by Dr. Sue Lana, professor of oncology at Flint Animal Cancer Center. Dr. Lana, Graham and I's very uneducated, you know, <laughs> scientific explanation here. Could you give us a little more insight about that connection between dogs and humans, and and what One Care is trying to do in in finding One Care? Yeah, so um, the One Cure initiative at Colorado State University uh, Flint Animal Cancer Center, um, the main mission is to raise the awareness of something we call comparative oncology. And comparative oncology is simply studying cancer across different species. So recognizing that humans and dogs and cats and other animals also get cancer. Um, and that many of the cancers that we get are very similar in dogs and in people. For example, osteosarcoma, which is bone cancer, happens in kids and young adults. We see it also very commonly in our veterinary patients, in dogs in particular. And it looks very similar under the microscope. It behaves very much the same. Um, we treat it very much the same. And so what we're trying to do is by looking at and studying the disease that we see in dogs, trying new treatments, hopefully translating those into better treatments for humans as well, and extending the life of both our veterinary patients as well as the human patients that are affected by this disease. Wonderful, and we're also joined by 1986 Indy 500 winner and Hall Letterman-Lanigan team co-owner Bobby Rahal. Bobby, just speaking from, from a business perspective and, and also a personal perspective of having this group uh, with your team in 2018, what does that mean to you? Well, first, uh, I apologize. Um, there's about a foot and a half of snow in Chicago, and that's my excuse, and I'm sticking to it. Uh, <laughs> it looked like Ice Station Zebra there this morning. Uh, but uh, no, this is a fabulous um, effort, and, and this came to our attention, you know, several months ago. And I actually visited uh, Flint, and I got to tell you, uh, the people, the facility itself, it was was very impressive um, as to what they're doing. You know, forgetting just the normal care of animal of dogs, and there's also horses that are are, are cared for there as well, but and other animals, but. Uh, 
very, very impressive. Uh, the tour we took, we were there most of the day, and uh, uh, you know, the, I mean, it's it's pretty amazing. So we're we're thrilled to be a part of it. Thrilled to figure to to you know try to help them, you know, uh, in their quest uh, by raising awareness, by generating funds uh, through the charity, and uh, um, you know, for me, uh, as Graham said, you know. Uh, We've all been afflicted uh, by cancer in our families or our loved ones, whether it's dogs or what have you. I mean, let's face it, I think people care more about dogs than they do their own kids, but uh, <laughs> that's a whole other subject. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, you know, we, I recently, my wife and I had a dog that died of cancer not too long ago. So uh, anything you can, you know, we're just pleased to be a part of it. This is an, a fabulous effort that the doctor uh, and others are committed to and as I said when you go visit it it's pretty impressive uh, it, it's amazing what's going on there so we're just we're thankful looking forward to our year together uh, to here and uh, did we announce Portland or did I just okay so I missed that but I, I did that for you yeah thank worry. you uh, having uh, you know with the uh, with the, the 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 renewal of the uh, of the Portland race uh, to have uh, the one cure car there as well I think is going to be great for everybody so I'm, I'm just really pleased and uh, we're, we welcome them to our company and our family and uh, we as I say we're looking forward to a, a great uh, time together. So as we mentioned One Cure going to be the primary sponsor of the 15 car races here in Phoenix also in Portland and an associate sponsor at other races this season. Graham I want to open up for questions to give me an opportunity to talk about One Cure but also the test this upcoming week today and tomorrow. Um, so I believe you have tested the new arrow kit in a team test, correct? Yeah, I, I have, only at Sebring. So this would be a very different uh, a different place for me. I'm obviously, you know, looking forward to getting out there. I was watching uh, Dixie's video from last night with the uh, with the windscreen um, on the car. And so, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're excited to uh, to get out there and, and give it a shot. But, you know, it's uh, there's, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of momentum. There's a lot of excitement. And uh, as you guys know, obviously, this is the... The, the focus here right now is One Cure, and, uh, and we're excited to, to be a part of it. Actually, one of the things I found interesting, and we can discuss this more, but this morning we were talking about the lifespan of dogs versus human beings and how in clinical treatments, because I asked how, how long does it take to see an effect? How long does it take to prove something it, it, that a treatment works or doesn't? And one of the things that's cool is in dogs you can see the results in one to three years versus humans. It can take five, ten and even more years due to their lifespan. So, you know, again, it does directly affect us, and we can certainly help uh, help our dogs. And I think uh, I think Dad hit the nail on the head that you know my mom. There's no doubt my mom loves her dogs far more than she ever loved any of us. So, <laughs> um, and she'd tell you that too, probably. So, you know, this is uh, this is a cool thing. Being an animal lover, uh, my wife is. My little sister, uh, you know, is the biggest animal lover I've ever met in my entire life. This is a really, really cool partnership for us. And I haven't been to CSU, to Flint yet, but I, I can guarantee you I'm gonna go and, and take, uh, take Court and my mom and my sister and everybody out there to, uh, to see what they do, it'll be awesome. That's wonderful, thank you so much. We'll go ahead and open up I for questions. Uh, oh, I'm to, sorry, Bobby, go ahead. Know, that's right. I, one thing during my tour I noticed um, is that Mary Holman George has been a big um, uh, donate, you know, she's donated, uh, I don't know how much, but she's, uh, uh, her name was pretty big on the wall. That usually denotes, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, the commitment you've made and which I thought was interesting. So, you know, IndyCar 
the Holman George family has had an involvement uh, with uh, with Flint Hospital as well, and of course now this. So it's uh, it's I think pretty. Uh, it's nice to see it all come back around again. Absolutely, absolutely. Questions starting with Bruce, and then we'll go to Michael. Speaking of dog years, it was probably seven years ago or so where things weren't really looking too good over at uh, you know as far as your IndyCar effort. You were a, a part-time Indy 500 only team and. Now, thanks to the rejuvenation of your son, beginning in 2015, there's victories, there's championships to contend for. You've got the defending Indy 500 winning driver joining the operation. When you think about where you've been and where you're at now, just how remarkable is that comeback for you? Well, it's, uh, I certainly didn't enjoy those early days. Um, you know, particularly given that when we were a full-time entrant in the 90s and the early 2000s, we won as many races probably as Penske or Ganassi or anybody else, Newman Haas in those days. Um, you know, Buddy winning the 500 in 2004. So to come back and then not have that level of performance wasn't, um, you know, obviously very satisfying to me. Um, I really have to hand it to uh, my partners. You know, we sat down, we talked about it, and we, you know, we're either going to do this or we're not. You know, we're not going to. I mean, we're not going to stay where, where we are. And we really made the commitment to build our engineering group up. And I think we've got one of the best groups out there with, you know, Eddie Jones, of course, Tom German, uh, many of the other, uh, you know, the assistant engineers and what have you. Um, and we really made a conscious effort to try out, go out and get the best people we could. And I think we're continuing to do that. We're not, you know, we didn't just get them and say, okay, we're good to go. Uh, we've got uh, a lot of good guys, uh, many of whom had worked with Graham before, Martin Pere, who does all of our uh, our ride uh, development. Uh, um, so, you know, there was some familiarity there. Uh, there was comfort level, but also really sh good people who, who didn't have egos that would get in the way of working together. And I think we saw the results starting in 2015 uh, in being that competitive. And we're continuing to build. And, of course, this year, we really started to build up our marketing sales group, and and uh, you can see we've had a number of of um, announcements to date, and there's more coming. Um, so um, that's starting to work. So I mean, it's uh, you know, it's making it fun to go to the races again to see him run up front, and then to have Takuma back with us. You know, I, I just love the guy, and I think about Takuma is what you see is what you get, and you come to a race, you know, he's gonna he's gonna give you 100 percent. You know. Maybe try to get him, keep him from giving us 110. We'll take 100. Anyway. <laughs> but, but I love the guy, and he and Graham work well together. So I, yeah, I think it's a. It, this is you know, you can never take anything for granted. You're always optimistic, but I think there's real reason for us to feel that we can have a really good year this year. And also, we've been some of us have been covering Graham for what seems like forever, but yeah. he just turned 29. Yeah, so I know. His best days are still ahead of yeah. him. When you think of that and the accomplishments. Well, if you look at it, I entered IndyCar racing when I was 29. Yeah, and then I hadn't even had a race when I was 29. Uh, uh, so I, I think he, yeah. And I think I think any driver, you look at Frank Heaty, you look at Dixon, you look at a lot of these guys, you know, from probably mid to late 20s to their 40s, that's really the sweet spot in a driver's career. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to I'm not looking forward to him hitting 40 years old. That's going to make me feel really old. But uh, I'm but, not either. <laughs> yeah. But I think that uh, there's no reason why the next 10, 12 years can't be really good. Michael? Hi, two questions. First for Graham, in making the announcement, you said that this was thanks to a, quote, generous benefactor. Who's the benefactor? 
Oh, I've been, uh, we've been asked to keep that private, but it certainly is, you know, that in, in, in this case, obviously, uh, an individual's generosity has allowed us to go, to, to go racing and to, you know, spread the, 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 the message and the word and get fans to rally with us, to get fans to get on board, uh, to go to onecure.com to, to donate, uh, to be a part of this. Um, you know, and so it's, uh, it's exciting for us to, uh, for us to do that. Clearly, in a in a in a from a from a, a charitable perspective, um, you know the focus for One Cure is not to be sponsoring race cars. So that's why the the benefactor is key in this in this way in this way. And for us, uh, we're excited to to be a part of that. And uh, again, you know, all all I ask is you know that all of you guys that that, that cancer has affected all of us in one way or another. And so this is a pretty easy, you know, message to write about. This is a pretty easy message to, uh, to, 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 to get across the wire to all of our fans and, and family members and friends and everybody that would want to rally around something like this. So um, we're excited for what's to come. And the second question for Bobby, accepting the extreme market volatility this week, which unfortunately is continuing today, in the last year, the... Um, financial uh, situation in America seems to be improved. You have the Fortune 500 companies coming back with very positive Q4 reports, both on the top and bottom line for the most part. As someone who is uh, out looking all the time for sponsorship, in, in general, how would you characterize the IndyCar sponsorship market right now compared to, let's say, a year ago? Well, I've, I mean, yes, the economy is clearly uh, much better. It's gotten a whole lot better just recently with the new tax uh, package that was approved because now corporations are going to be taxed at a much lesser rate than they have been ordinarily. They're already reinvesting in facilities, giving people bonuses. I mean, I think that the amount of money that's going to be in the system in the next year, next couple of years is going to be tremendous. It's kind of been percolating out there and now the chance for it to rise to the top has happened and it, and it is and we're seeing that in our car dealerships you know people are more confident uh, and when you have confident consumers out there and confident companies out there about the direction uh, of the economy and what have you then they they're, they're ready to make long-term commitments and I think we've seen that already I, I give a lot of credit to um, to uh, to Mark Miles and you know Jay Fry I think the organization of IndyCar is you know, we're in a, you're reading all these great things about IndyCar right now. That, that's taken a lot of work over a number of years to get to this point. And, uh, and so I give them a lot of credit because, let's face it, um, you know, those companies do read the press. You know, they, they, they talk to people who know it. And uh, it's nothing but positive. So, um, you know, I think that uh, the ref you know, you're seeing new sponsors in the series, seeing new teams coming into the series. Uh, that's all great news because uh, it, you haven't seen that for some time. And uh, so I think that, uh, you know, I think right now uh, it really couldn't be much better for IndyCar. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Other questions? Dr. Lana, Dr. Hardy, thank you so much for joining us today. Everybody received, or if not, just please let us know, a jump drive in the shape of an IndyCar that has information about the One Cure program and an informational video as well. A transcript will be made available of this press conference, and thank you very much for your attention.